0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag.
2: BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL Playoffs to Pro and College Basketball, UFC, MMA, and much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. Guys, it's Super Bowl week, but it seems like the NBA kind of hijacked this uh, this Super Bowl week with the all the trades and everything that happened yesterday. I mean, it's crazy. I, I've never seen a Super Bowl week where we've talked more about NBA than we did the actual matchup of the of the, of the Chiefs and the, of the Eagles. It's kind of nuts. that The NBA just took this one over.
0: Yeah, I mean you know, trade deadline. I mean, it's the, you know, if you think about it, the NFL has been doing it forever. Yeah, that's one thing that they are. They've always stayed relevant all year round, and you got the yep. draft and. Free agency, and you talk about the NFL during NBA,
1: you know, playoffs. So it's only right.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure Roger Goodell was surprised by it too. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. it took it
1: took Durant being traded though for that to kind of upstage them a little bit, at least for a day.
2: Well, you had the uh, well, I think it's what Mondays when the uh, when the the Kyrie Sunday night was the Kyrie trade, so that kind of started off, and then mm-hmm. from then on, it just like took over the Durant trade the following night. Yeah, I mean, I think it was
0: just the the fact that Durant's trade happened, like, overnight. Like, people, like, waking up to it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of, like, shook things up. And then it was like, okay, you know, before you could even recover, like, then all of a sudden, it's like scramble mode where teams are a barrage. Like, we got to get better. We got to get
1: better. <laughs> yep. They're lucky that Durant thing happened overnight. It gave a lot of teams time to kind of revamp and, and, and regroup and be like, all right, well, this is what we got to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if they waited like to like the, the final buzzer to like two fifty nine to do that trade. So many teams probably would have sat, uh, sat still before that. <laughs> well, everyone thought that
1: Toronto was going to make a last second deal because they were, they were one of the hottest teams talking to teams about making deals. And in the end, they just sat, they said that, you That's know, just, they know their value. You know,
0: with them, Orlando, you just, I mean, not Orlando, I'm Toronto. I just didn't think they were, they were going to make moves if they were really in the, Rebuild mode. I don't think they're quite there yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they I think
0: they're really making moves that was really going to. It seemed to me, based on what I read or what I was told, that some of the moves that they were getting were lateral, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: or yeah. rebuilding. They even bought in. They got Pirtle, so they got someone who's like a legit starting five on their team now. So they they actually got better in the deadline. Yes. yeah. I, I mean, that move. About,
0: that move might have changed things too.
1: Yes. And now, if it doesn't go well, if they have a terrible second half, then you might see them start to sell oh, off.
0: I think that they 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 may be confident that in the play in they
2: can get in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's trouble. They get be trouble as, as we know.
2: If it, if it doesn't if it doesn't work out for Toronto, we got a nice little package of uh, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris uh, in the offseason form.
1: <laughs> Listen to this guy.
2: <laughs> Listen to, to this Maxine? guy, Eric.
0: Now I didn't want to trade
2: Maxey. Listen to this guy. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm still shocked by what I saw uh, against the Celtics from Maxi the other night. Antebi, I, I was I was sickened to watch that. I don't know about I, you guys. You shocked that a guy plays not plays well? Not well both well? both of them together. I mean, we we, we got the best from uh, my.
0: I'll give you a story. Um, I think it was the year after we went to the finals. We played the Celtics in the first round. And we ended up losing three to two. Uh, We lost every home, every road game and won the home game. I don't know the stats for sure, but I know I was horrible in Boston. And like the total opposite in Philly. It was the weirdest thing ever. Shots felt good, didn't go in. It was like they had a lid on the back. Like that was my first time in my career that I really felt like, man, it's just like spooky or something. I mean, like two for 10, two for 11. Oh, something wow. like that and then go home and like maybe like 11 for 14 I'm just I'm just making up numbers but mm-hmm. that's how it that's how it was it was like a total different thing um but I said for <laughs> the I do not have a good feeling when we play Boston mm-hmm. yep
1: yeah so. that's crazy those are crazy splits though Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it is weird how, like, for example, and Niang's one that comes to mind, like, at home, he's awesome. I don't know. I don't know when it splits are between his home and away, but when he's on the road, he looks dreadful sometimes with, with, with his. Yeah, his shot that's thing. what I'm saying.
0: Like, with me, I wasn't, I never really felt like on the road I struggled. I'm just saying that particular series is mm-hmm. like that. Like, I had never really felt like I struggled in Boston mm-hmm. that particular series I did. Um, <clears throat> it's some road places. I think Dallas, maybe some places I felt like I never did well, but I just think in that particular game, um, we just we just didn't look like the better team, man, yeah. at all.
2: Which is crazy considering uh, how many guys they had out, and and during the game they had guys that who got hurt during it. Yeah, Eric.
1: Your home road splits were brutal that series, I, man. Told, you. <laughs> like, I told you, man. Like you were consistent, consistently like, like bad at those. I mean, like two of 12, 2 of 13, 2 of 12. I told you. I told you. It was weird. Hey, at least you, you, you went seven of ten from free throws though in the game one league. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Philly, you went a combined 12 of 19. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, man, I was like, I'd never forget that, man. I was just like, that was you horrible. actually
1: shot pretty well from free throws the entire series, though. You you shot pretty high percentage seven to 3 to four, four to four, one to two, two to two. I felt so bad. Man. <laughs> it was so horrible. Yeah, man. Yeah, that la- that last game was. <laughs> oh boy, your plus minus is like minus twenty eight. <laughs> oh. So your your offense went to your head on defense too, I guess on that game. <laughs> what did they beat us by in that game? Uh they friggin' killed us. I think by thirty three, they yeah. annihilated us. Yeah, they. they yeah, one twenty to eighty seven. They just yeah. man, we were, They got a big lead and it was just that's like, over. Yeah. Um. No, the fourth the fourth they ever- were missing. They weren't missing at all. Yeah, they, they, they blew it wide open in the fourth quarter. They outscored us forty three to twenty in the fourth quarter. Uh, in the four, yeah, we we packed it in fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, because I remember I didn't remember it being that big of a lead in the first half. I knew they had a lead, but not quite like that.
1: Yeah, they were by
0: twelve in the first half. Just is- yeah, I knew I was saying I knew it was a lead, but I didn't think it was like that. But
2: I, I do know I do remember in the fourth quarter. It was like
1: they didn't miss a shot.
2: Did we win the third quarter? I know it's the, the magic number for us on the show. Third quarter, we, we did
1: win the third quarter. We won it by two. We won it by. Two.
2: <laughs> hey, we won that.
1: That gave us some hope going into the fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, down by ten, Get okay, a single digit, and we're going to come back for this thing. Beat us by like fifty points in the third <sighs> and the, the fourth quarter. Oh, they they couldn't they couldn't miss though, dude. I, mean, I told you they, point they point point
0: point. were like they missed, man. It was crazy. Paul,
1: Paul Pierce was eight of ten from three, and and Walker was four of nine. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's, all they really, that's all they really had, and that's all they really needed, dude. They only, the, the next best score on the team was Eric Williams, and he shot 7 of 10 for, and 3 of 3 from 3. They yes! Had points. They had no one else in double figures. Double I'm figured. telling you, they was like banging shots, man. Paul Pierce and Walker combined for 72 that game. They were banging
0: shots, man.
2: Wow, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you yeah. know. They, that's how it was the other night when they had guys like Hauser knocking down. But everyone was scoring that game. The fact
0: that Hauser can shoot played, it, man. He I can, can. Hauser's a shooter. It's, his younger brother plays for Michigan State. Like, no, he can shoot ball.
2: Oh, they're, they're related.
0: Yeah, they're brothers.
2: Oh, okay. That makes that makes yeah. sense. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that well, at the, at the end of the game, because it didn't seem like Tam did anything as far as scoring wise. At the end of the game, he had twelve he points. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. He, yeah. I mean, it's a collective effort, man. That, that that's that's a team that's deep, and that's a team that they like
1: seven guys. think
2: like seven guys
1: score. Well, dude, we talked about it like that that night. Blake Griffin and um, who was you other do? Blake Griffin and someone else had like combined for like thirty point. Hauser combined for like thirty yeah. points.
2: Yeah, and, and I and mean then those Blake. guys,
1: those guys give you around ten, and you feel good about it. Combined for thirty, forget yeah. about. It.
2: Yeah, and then Blake over. calling out Doc in the at, at in, the, in his press conference, saying Doc doesn't adjust at all.
0: He doesn't adjust at all or he didn't adjust. Yeah, he,
2: he say he, he he did. He didn't adjust, but that's a story of Doc's career or something like that. Or that's who Doc is or something like that.
1: Yeah. It was definitely a shot at him. It was. Yeah. I mean,
0: giving up big leads, that's what give having a history of giving up big leads spells adjustments
2: mm-hmm.
0: like that's being in the game of basketball. When, when you give up big leads, like that's. That's usually, that's going to follow you if if you have a history of giving up leads or your teams have a history of giving up leads. Um, the adjustments, question, whatever will always be there.
1: Yeah. But I mean, really like Blake, is that insulted? We left him open for three pointers. I mean, I'm,
2: If you look look at his game log, that was like his best game by far of the last like 20 games. The Sixer fans kept like just uh, posting pictures of his like last 20 game game log, and that was uh, the game on Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, I think that
0: if he made his first couple so that, you know, allow him to keep shooting, um, if he missed his first couple, they probably would have made a change.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's shooting 39% from three this year, actually. Yeah, I mean you probably gotta make a um an adjustment if once he makes a couple shots. I mean, I just thought Joel was just staring at him. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He just thought he'd miss it. and Didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I was saying once he didn't, you <laughs> gotta do something at, different. At least two of them. you don't like, right. do something different. Don't just look at him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So who knows? That the the adjustment could have been Joel saying, I ain't, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't what he was supposed to be doing. We don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. True. <sighs> Brutal. Brutal yeah. game. Um, All we know
2: is they beat us. Yeah. Again. They, I think we played them this week too, right? I think we played play right before All-Star break or right after All-Star break. They, I think I saw in the upcoming schedule. I think we have them coming up here soon.
0: It's at home, luckily, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you right now. We... Play them, yeah. This week? No, we play them Saturday the 25th. Okay, so a couple of weeks. All right. Soon,
0: though. Yes, you know, I hate. I hate uh, I, don't, I don't use the word hate. I just like the Celtics. I actually like the city, though. I really do think it's a really nice city. Mm-hmm. So okay. I mean, it's, it's actually-
1: just the basketball team in the stadium. <laughs> 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 basketball. Yes, I mean, I do not like you
0: know. I don't care for you know Celtics because of. <laughs> yeah. I grew up a Sixers fan a Doctor J fan, and mm-hmm. you, know, you know how that goes. It's a lot of reasons to dislike oh. them. Dislike the players and the people that that are part of the Celtics. I'm a fan of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like the, as a team.
2: Yeah. It's hard yeah.
0: Hard to be, you know, care about the Celtics and be a Seven and Sixers.
2: You
1: dislike leprechauns. I My get friend. it.
0: I'm just saying to be a Sixers lifer, is just you know, just hard. To yeah, yeah. yeah. But the city is great. I do
1: think people sleep on the city a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been actually.
2: Who, who was it a couple of years ago who said they didn't want to get drafted there because they they don't have Chick Fil A in Boston? Was it was it was it Markel Fultz? I think it was the I think it was the Fultz year. They don't have a Chick Fil A in the city of Boston, and that was a reason why he did not want to go there. They don't. Remember, I'm, that was like a fun, fun, funny pre-draft like the conversation. I remember. <clears throat> Man, I can remember they didn't have any Chick Fil
0: A's. Uh, I wish he would have gone there.
2: We could have gotten Tatum instead. Yeah, Chick Fil A's weren't didn't exist anywhere uh, unless you went to like the mall. There's no Chick Fil A's. Like, they had standalone stores.
1: Hmm, that's right. Um, but well, uh, not, a, not enough Chick Fil A's. That's what he, he said. Not enough Chick Fil A's. That's not a enough. fault, said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Philly, has se- Philly has seven. Philly has seven Chick Fil A locations. Boston has none. Ah. There you go. Now? I don't know about now. They're everywhere. Now they're on like 7-Eleven now. So I, I was then.
0: <laughs> no, but Chick-fil-A is very limited in how close they can be. With um, its structure.
2: You have to be a certain amount of mileage away from another one. Yeah, Boston didn't have any, what, six, that was six years ago, I'm guessing? Was it 2017? 2017. Okay, so uh, they, they they probably got one by then. It was a selling point for, for NBA prospects. Hell yeah. One article said
1: not enough Chick-fil-A's, one said none. So I, I don't know
2: which Philly story. only has seven. You know as of twenty as of twenty seventeen, I guess, yeah.
0: It's really interesting. Like I do know that I've been in Philly all these years. I've never went to a Chick-fil-A in Philly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, there's there's more, more places to eat in Philadelphia than Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is more of a, you could stop there in, in any location. No, I'm just
0: saying, like, sometimes, you you know, you take the children there or something, like, you just want something quick. That's true. I've never been to a Chick-fil-A in Philly. Like, I don't <laughs> even have a memory of where one is. <laughs> you know, I could say, like, okay, I went to this place on, you know, Broad Street or, you know, 15th Street. Whatever. Like, I kind of know where, to, I'm like, I have no thought of where I would go to a Chick-fil-A if I was in Philly. Like, where would mm-hmm. I go?
1: Yeah, in 2017, Philly had six and then to the seventh is at the airport, and then Boston had zero. Oh wow. Huh, interesting. Now I I, I don't since I've been in Boston. chick.
2: Erica, we, we had this uh topic on my Chiefs show, you know, to, to having fun with this whole Philadelphia versus Kansas City um the game, the game this weekend. Um, as far as foods, would you rather have Kansas City barbecue or Philly cheesesteaks? Um, as far as if you, if you had to pick one for for Sunday, would you rather really have Kansas City barbecue or would you have cheesesteaks?
1: No Philly biases. It's just food, craving, straight up.
2: <laughs> it's kind of an unfair one, as we point out in our show, because one ones there's so many options, and one is just pretty much you just get the cheesesteak, <laughs> that's all. I'll
0: put it like this. I'll make it very clear for you. It really depends on where I'm at because if I'm somewhere warm and we can be outside I'd rather have the barbecue mm. but if in, if I'm in a cold place no nah, just
1: let's let's get them cheesesteaks <laughs> um, so you if, okay, so if you were watch, for a Super Bowl meal what would you rather do watching it in like a living room well
0: for a Super Bowl game it's like, Cheese steaks are tough because I like them hot. I like them right now.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Whereas when you're thinking like a Super Bowl, it's more like picking. Platters. Yes, like picking Platter. and and going to eat casually. And so I didn't really envision like cheesesteaks being like a Super Bowl meal. Super Bowl meal because of that. Because I, you know, I don't want to have my cheesesteaks sit and then eat it later. Yeah. Um so that's kind of why I don't really kind of and I never really envisioned it like that. But mm-hmm. if I had to
1: pick just a meal, then you know, I'll go with the Philly cheesesteaks. There are now, by the way, just to end that, there are two Chick-fil-A's in Boston
2: now. There you go. So you see Mark Helstein a discipline for the city. They can that, line is, of-
0: that line is probably all the way um through the oh, city. Oh
2: man, yeah. Forget about forget about that.
1: That's <laughs> not even worth it. That's a DoorDash <laughs> order right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> don't about like, two when hours. I stayed in
0: Texas. It, it was it was within like where I lived. It was let me see. You had one over there, two, three, three within. They were like different directions. One was east, one was west, one was south. That were within a five five to ten minute drive with traffic. They were they're all. Uh, same on drive. Every single one of them. For, for, every single one. At the right. same time, whenever it's traffic, at once traffic at all mm-hmm. Yeah. So, actually, so the, that's what made me kind of start ordering
1: on the app. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah um, There's one we went to in SoCal. We used to just park and go in and get our food, and we come out and see the the car is still same car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd be like man, like it's it's I. I usually wouldn't do that, but, like, it's empty inside. I'm like, I'm going to go inside. Why would I even do that? The problem is, for some damn reason, even though they're packed, Chick-fil-A lots and areas are so small, you can't even get – you can't even pass people to get into a parking space because the whole line is just blocking everything. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. I read uh, – since we're
0: on Chick-fil-A, I read place in North Carolina, I believe, um, told the local Chick-fil-A because the, the cars are spilling out into the, the regular road. Yeah, to um, tear it down and rebuild another one without a, um, without people going in. It's like all drive-through. It's pretty interesting. It's a pretty
2: interesting article. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was one. There's another one in California where they had like multiple drive-through windows, almost like a bank, like deposit. Like yes. a little. That's had, what like, they told the- them to. That, they told them to build that that type of place.
0: Smart. That's smart. And then take away the um, dining room and just do that.
2: The Texas is known for the water Whataburgers. Are you a big Whataburger fan, Eric?
1: I like Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. I had my first Whataburger last month. Got the sandwich on Texas toast.
0: Yeah. So that's that's the thing. And you know, if you if you people in California got the In N Out, people in Texas you got Whataburger, that's like, you know, committing a crime for someone in Texas is for you to say in n out is better than Whataburger. <laughs> They're so similar. I found
1: it to be very, very similar though. That that's a crime for you to say <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to both sides too. to yeah. both sides.
0: Well, a lot of people that have in and out <laughs> hasn't had Whataburger
1: because Whataburger is not in California, but in and out is in in Texas. Mm. Interesting. OK, so I guess Whataburger people will be insulted.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> but it's not the same.
1: though. I like, I the-, I like the spicy ketchup, too.
0: Yes, um, oh, but I, I do I do believe, it's my belief, my belief on In-N-Out, if you like their sauce, you'll like their sandwich more.
1: Then yeah. The fries are kind of similar too, very small and thin, the thin cut one. That's that's a crime. Hey, In-N-Out, they're famous for their fresh potatoes, their organic fresh potatoes. They cut them that day and they, and they make those things. you know being out west i kind of read
0: because um they have more articles about in and out that i think they're going to georgia Ah. they're going they're going east they're going east yep but the reason why they never went east is because every restaurant had to be like within a certain mileage of their facility so that's why they never get the potatoes no, for the meat. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. I respect that. For their beef, you I have to be
1: a certain that. amount of miles away to get the fresh meat every day. Yeah, that's Before quality. That's quality food. <laughs> that's another place that has lines down the road, in and out. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's. Um. They're fast though. E- yeah. They're... I also park um, and inside uh, in and out. I don't wait in those lines either. Yeah, I
0: see I'm different with burgers and I know a lot of people um get on me about it. How my my burger, well more of my steaks. Like I can't have a, a
1: a speck of pink in my meat. Oh, come on, Eric.
2: Well you you're you're more of a medium well guy. He's a well guy. He's a well a guy. Spec. Spec. Oh, okay, so well done. Being well, yeah, right. He's getting, like, char. He
1: wants the, the, the whoppers when he wants. Man, <laughs> yeah, give me a
0: hockey puck before you ever put some red in there. I mean, that's what some of those actually are. <laughs> yes, give me a hockey puck, man, before you yeah. have some red stuff in there, man. And it's funny, like, all my older – a lot of my older children, my boys, just be like, we go eat, and they be getting – the stuff like – Y'all eat that? They were like, yeah, you just didn't give it to us.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like I finally left your house and figured out what a real man I'm like, man,
0: thing I'm just, man, I lose my appetite if, if it's on my plate. Y'all better go take this and kill this. Don't be giving me no, um, no live meat. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Well done. Hey, let me ask you a question. Give me an over-under of... 20 times you've had to tell, you've had to tell them to go back and cook it more at a restaurant. Well, to be honest with you, a lot of times earlier, you um, really
0: emphasize it. Yeah, but I, you know, I didn't really know how to order it when I would order a steak like that. Then I, I really only get filet mignon. I don't really, I don't really get any other kind of steak because that's the leanest and that's the easiest to cook all the way through, um, I didn't, I didn't know it was best to get the filet and then butterfly it, cut it in half and split it. That makes it easier to cook it well done. Mm-hmm. I've even had them at times chop it up. like Slice it after they do it and make sure it gets all the way through. Or they would give it to me and then I would cut it up and sit it back. Mm-hmm. They put it on there. and They told me most chefs get mad when you eat it like that. I'm like, but I'm the one that's eating it. But not you. Yeah. Like,
2: Why are you mad? You're the one paying for it. <laughs>
1: pay the same amount of price, the same as that other person. I mean, what, what about what about burgers? You send a lot of burgers back too? Yeah, any a spec. Man, even if I
0: buy it, I'm like half done and I see it, I'm like, hey, this is not done. Take it back.
1: If I want to eat with you, I'd be like, we need to emphasize so we don't send it back. I don't want but to, I but I now I, I don't emphasize want, I don't want like, going on want my food.
0: Like, extra well done. I don't want any please. I'm saying. Please, no pink. No pink burn at it. all. So burn it. it
1: don't ha- you don't have to burn it to cook it all the way through? Hey, hey if, if if the guy doesn't want one spec, I'm going a little more burn than I am going under, though. They're professionals. You. They know how to make it all the way through without burning it? depends which place you're going, to though.
0: That's what I'm
1: like. You get a burger from Chili's, you ain't getting a professional. You get a professional, you know, come on now. But they don't have
0: to make this, a hamburger. Without, without it being pink. That's the reason why they give you the option. Yeah, I know I you get mean, it. You give me the option. That if it says
1: well done, that means no pink.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but when you're asking, when you emphasize that, they're definitely going to be scared of giving you anything close to that. So they're going to go a little oh yeah, over- what, what does no
0: pink mean?
1: Well, well, well cooked. No, I'm just saying if you go to a
0: lot of places now, it says well done, well done, no pink. Yeah. A lot of places say that. They say it for a reason. Uh, Well done. Well done teetering on burn. That's not (coughs) no can. Well, rare, medium rare is teetering on not being cooked. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: a good point. (laughs) Duche. On raw. You like yours raw, I like mine cooked. (laughs) No, raw is not cooked. Raw is burnt. Opposite of raw is burned. If I like mine raw, you like it burned. I like I mine. Take, I take burnt any day. You can have. I that like mine a little, little pink,
2: little pink. Yeah, medium. That's yeah. horrible.
1: <laughs> That's horrible. Like, how could you eat that? It just tastes better, and it's better for you. Mm-hmm. Better for who? Uh, charred and burned meats. Or the more cooked they are, the worse they are for you. Man, I why they like, put I, all you
0: can go to all these restaurants and they say if meat isn't cooked, full, like why they give them all these
1: disclaimers? Well, you can get no, well, you can get like sick. You yes. Yeah. Why they give all these disclaimers? I'm talking about like long term, they say. It, like, yeah, like, but I don't eat the steaks that much for me to have to more cooked. The more cooked yeah, meat yeah. is any meat, chicken, any the more cooked any meat is, the higher, you know, carcinogenic or 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 or, or toxic uh toxic um possible cancer, that kind of stuff long term.
2: Hmm, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I, I was for, I
2: was for the opposite. Of the, the the so, the so what one.
1: about pulling? So what about pulling the um <clears throat> the beef straight out the cow and eating it? What is that going to do for you? <laughs> you might get short term sickness from that. <laughs>
0: you don't know what that's going to come up.
1: Well, I'm not getting. I'm not doing <laughs> that <laughs> rare. I don't want bloody. Like my, one of our brothers like wants wants the pulse still coming from the muscle. Gross. Uh, that that's gross. He yeah, wants. Yeah. Want, y'all, want, y'all, want, yeah, y'all, y'all can have it. He wants to be moving a little <laughs> bit on the plate. You know what I mean. But uh, but I know I'm a little pink. So y'all
0: probably drink water without boiling it too. <laughs> wow. you you know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know, people say boil your water. Would y'all boil the yeah. water? You'd be like, nah, I don't need to boil. It. I'm just gonna drink it. <laughs>
1: you mean at the time? You just have
0: done steak. I'm just you know
1: what's the difference? We do this. We do spring water and uh, and what do you call it? Um. A Brita filter? No, we don't do. Brita. Sin without a filter, if you
0: didn't have a filter, would you drink water?
1: water? Just regular water? Would you tap water? Would you drink it?
2: Nah, I'm not. You drink tap water right now? Right now. I'm not a tap water guy. Yeah, I
1: I'm 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 I get a, I get a refill at the gym. That's all the same shit.
2: Nah, I'm not a tap water. I'm my, my girlfriend. I have to drink water at the well, gym. I, I'm not a fan.
1: I <laughs> fill my, I fill my bottle up with spring. If I run out, I have to drink something. I have to drink something. So you I drink, sweat a lot, man. I'm you, a big you, sweater. Marcus you drink tap water, but you, you know, uh, y'all crazy. Man, you worry about tap water, but you eat a, a steak that's you know <laughs> still can walk. <laughs> I mean, tap water's got a lot of chemicals in it. It's not even that you know. It's it's the fluoride over the chemicals that that are bad. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
2: This episode's jumped the shark already. <laughs> yeah, we got all over the place. <laughs> um. All right, so we're, we're going to begin with our first topic here. It's kind of a sad day for the show. Um, we said, you know, we sent we sent Matisse off as a Sixers fan. I'm sad to see Matisse go, but for the show, Tager's boy, Matisse Thibault is no longer with us anymore. So we won't have Tasia having to crap on him for shooting 32% from three. Yeah, um, so that's, that's uh, upsetting. But um, for those of you who don't know, we traded Matisse Dibel to the Hornets for Jalen McDaniels and ducked the tax bill in the process. Um. Darryl Mori actually spoke a little bit uh, earlier uh, and he said, we wanted to make sure we gave Doc as many two-way players as possible. McDaniels will be a little bit easier to keep on the floor in different matchups. Uh, is what he said. Um, and as far as the tax bill, Maury said, I think as part of my job, I have to look at the bigger picture. We have a lot of guys. We're going to resign the moves. We did both improve the team and made it easier to keep this team together going forward. So I just want to ask you guys, are you guys satisfied with the trades that we made yesterday? Or do you think there was some moves that we, we should have made that we did not make yesterday?
0: I mean, I guess it's, you know, probably obviously we probably have some other issues that we can address. Um but I don't think you want to just make that move without it's just kind of hard because we don't really know what was offered. You, you know what I'm saying? Like what's what was available. Um this move, I think it was more of a we're not going to re-sign him. Um Let's let's kind of move on now. Get a look at someone. Um, and it was cheaper. So I think it was kind of a, a deal to be, be had. Um, I think if McDaniels can come in and be a serviceable defender and he can make a three a game, you, you would call it an upgrade. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's how he's viewed as a guy that can do that. So, you know, I think that that could kind of work. I'm not sure how. He'll be played, um, or won't be played because it's you still kind of still have that same dynamic as far as team, um, and the setup of the team. He just one guy in, one guy out, so you still have the same rotation dynamics. Um, so from that, you know, that perspective, he can give an upgrade, um, but you know, it has to be done, but you know, on paper. It looks like an upgrade as far as what the Sixers need. Um, you know, I, I I think people would say the backup center, but like I've said all along, it's it's not many minutes there to bring in a guy that's, that we think is going to be very serviceable unless you get in a guy that can play with Joel. Um, also and can spread the court and shoot a three. So those guys are hard to find. We tried that with Horford. That worked out great. Yeah, but Horford was coming in, you know, Horford would have been great, but people looked at his salary. So his salary is what was the downfall. Yeah. Al came in as a, you know, guy that was released, and he just got picked up. People would be like, oh, that's a great pickup. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, true.
2: What do you think about Jalen McDaniels? Like independently on how he fits with our team, are you are you a fan of Jalen McDaniels? Yeah, I man, I think
0: he's 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 a for what you need. You got a guy that's long and and defend multiple positions, um, solid defender, and he's you know from what was said or shown, he's a upgrade as far as a shooter. Um, but it's a different dynamic that he's coming and playing with. That's the part you have to understand also. Um, He's playing with a free-flowing – he played with a free-flowing team that was moving the ball and running and young guys, and now he's coming in and he's not going to see that ball unless it's time to catch and shoot. Mm -hmm. That's different. We'll see. That's what I said is if he can make it through a game, I think it's, it's successful. But it is different. It's different going to play with Joel and, and James and, and Maxi and Tobias and all these guys, like it's not the same. So to expect the the, you know, for him to be that same guy, like we don't know. Like we don't even know what his role is going to be. So hopefully it works out, but we don't we really don't know.
2: Change your thoughts.
1: Yeah, it's so like Maury said he was a hidden gem for them. I think he's up and coming. Um They think they want to see him, what he can do on a better team. Uh, His three-point percentage is pretty low, 32%. (laughs) But there are a lot of people online attributing that to um, Ball being out most of the year. So his shots have not come easy, pretty much. He'll get clean looks with us. He'll get clean looks. So Ball less. But hopefully he'll be more efficient with his touches because he'll be more open. Yeah. Um, I uh, I like it though. I mean, it it gets us under that that tax line, and I know people made a big deal about how we shouldn't be making moves depending on that, but you know that's a very today outlook. Um, more is a a future thinker, thinking about you know the next move, the next steps, um, and. He's making this move to hopefully re sign guys and have the money next year. So, uh, we still do have flexibility, um, for this year for maybe a buyout guy. And I think McDaniels is a better offensive fit, not just three. I think he's more capable in, uh, you know, in the two point land, in the, in the paint. He's taller, he's longer. Um, probably not as good of a defender as Matisse, but serviceable. Um, but, you know, they prioritized. He said, yeah, I want to make it easy for Doc to be able to have on the court. <laughs> and Matisse, we just didn't trust uh, offensively at all. We just we had no trust in him. So it's a guy they have a little more trust in offensively. And they think kind of like with like the Anthony Melton, they've hit like, you know, a little uh, a underrated gem that's going to be better with us than he was at his prior team.
2: It's always nice to see uh, Charlotte Hornets fans when the opposing team fan bases are actually upset when a guy leaves and the Hornets fans. Are really totally. I, no, I don't think anyone saw that coming, that he was a, a guy that was going to be moved. Not, 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 no,
1: they hated, they hated that deal. And we got two seconds <clears throat> out of it. Not as good as the second we gave, but we got two seconds out of it. So that's that's on top of a guy who's cheaper.
2: Y- and Eric, talk to me about because I, I feel like yesterday's trade deadline, I saw more second rounders being moved than I've ever seen before. And it seemed like teams are actually like wanting second round picks all of a sudden. And I, during the process, area, I remember we compiled all these second round picks and people said, Oh, you guys are compiling all these uh, second round picks and nobody wants. Now it seems like we're in 2023. Everyone wants second round picks. I mean, it just seemed like an odd thing to me yesterday.
0: Well, a lot of the <clears throat> teams have made multiple moves and it's, I believe you can't make, um, you can't, like trade your first round pick in consecutive years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So a lot of teams are running out of first round picks to move.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, so, OKC okay, has like 80% of them for the next 10 years.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, so – and they don't, only have a certain amount of spot, so they're going to have to move some of those picks too. So um, you're seeing a lot more picks because second round picks are becoming so much more valuable – one, the move, but also with so many younger guys coming out and so many players that people are liking that are developing in the second round, and you got those extra spots um, that they added, and then you got the G League. So th- those spots are becoming a little more, you know, important. Definitely. Yeah. And, and and like you said, covenant important because of the fact that you can make moves, and if people value those second-round picks – then you know a lot of the second round picks can turn into first round picks. Yes, yeah. you know especially with um if if and you got to think also in the future years that high schoolers it may not be an age you know limit anymore. Yeah. So getting those picks and bring guys in and being able to develop them, and it's it's just going to be more important.
1: So. Hey, that twenty twenty nine Portland second rounder.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking that's going to be a real good one. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully we'll. Uh, you know. I mean, they got to go to
0: 2029. I mean, they probably given away all the ones before then.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and with Dame gone by then, that'll be like a maybe top three uh, second rounder. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it also shows. It highlights the uh, the tampering BS that we we you know they took away our second round picks for the Daniel House, PJ yep. uh, Tucker signings. um that that kinda of hurt us yesterday. So I mean we don't know for sure, but some people were saying that we, we could have made some more trades yesterday had we had those second round picks that they took from us. Damn NBA, That, that, that damn script. <laughs> um okay, so trade deadline gone. Now we're moving on to the, the buyout market, which everyone's really looking forward to. Um so we still have one roster spot left. Uh and we didn't get a big guy um like that we thought we were gonna get. Uh but Maury commented on that today as well. Uh, he said, I think what most people worry about is when Joel's off. Like, how are we going to play when Joel's off? I think we're going to improve that. That hasn't been as good as we want it to be. So maybe that's hitting he, at... He possibly. said that? He said that, yeah. So maybe that's hitting at maybe getting a big... um, And to our benefit, there are... There are probably going to be a lot of good names out there, big guys and every type of player out there. And I'm going to list off some of them for you for you guys and just to ask, see which any of those guys catch your eye for us. Uh, so John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Derek Rose, Alec Burks, Patrick Beverly, Terrence Ross, New Orleans Noel, Rudy Gay, Will Barton, Danny Green, Kevin Love, Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Dwayne Dedman, Corey Joseph, George Hill. Those is just potential guys that will be that are uh, suspected to be on the um, the buyout list. Um, but of those guys' names, is there anybody that, that catches your eye or do you guys just want the best big available?
0: Kevin Love and Dwayne Detman. I like them
2: both. I'm the only two bigs you name name. Uh, Neurals Noel as well. Uh, and Ibaka. And Ibaka. I would
0: take those. If I had to, out of the four, I would take those two first.
2: Uh, and add in the fact that uh, Boogie, you're, you've been a big Boogie Cousins fan. He's still a free agent out there. Where would you rank him amongst those with uh, with with Love, Deadman and Boogie? Where would you, where would you put uh, Boogie with those two?
0: Mm, I mean, I would say they. I would say he's Dwayne Deadman. He's a little over Dwayne Dead as far as talent.
2: Mm. Um,
0: Dwayne Deadman may be more of a better fit, um, but Kevin Love is the, the best fit. You know it's just the issue with Kevin staying healthy, but Kevin can play with him behind him, shoot a three like he's the best
1: fit. Yeah, Kevin falls into that Horford yeah. type that we were yes. talking about. So, um, I bet you love goes to the Lakers,
0: <laughs>
1: just a wild guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would think not. you know, Kevin, no? he's, he's a good friend with um. One of his best friends is with
2: the Ah, oh, that's right, UCLA. Yeah, that's right.
1: It was, so maybe Miami if Ross goes to Miami. Or, Interesting.
2: Or Philly, it goes to a good fit in the East. Yeah, could be. Yeah, so
0: I mean, that, <clears throat> some of the wing, the perimeter players, good options. Um, great. Options. I think Danny. I think Danny Green back. They're great options. I don't know if they're great options for us. It's just not enough minutes. So yeah, yeah. Danny could fit. I mean, Danny could, Danny could definitely fit because Danny's a guy that could not play for eight games and then could come in and help you. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not new, so he could definitely fit. Mm-hmm. But if it's just one, if, I would think Danny'd be more. If it's two roster spots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He did, and he did say he kind of alludes to having multiple buyouts, but we only have one roster spot, so unless he buys, unless we buy out our own player, then I don't know how he would sign, too. Possible.
2: Yeah. Possible. He, he also talked about Furkan, because Furkan requested a trade, and he said that we'd look for the best uh, options, but there there weren't really any uh, options for them to trade him yesterday, That's what he said.
1: Basically too bad, is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I like um call me you know uh blast from the past kind of guy, but I, I like uh New Noel. I think at least defensively he can help. Um deflections, I think he's active defensively at least. Um I guess at offense he would just be a lob guy. But at least he's at least he'd be good at we know he'd be good at one side, right? He'd be a, a good rim protector. Yeah. Um Kevin Love's interesting. Cause he could play both those minutes next to and behind Joel. Um, I don't get the Ibaka love to be honest. I think Ibaka is cooked. I, I just don't, I don't know why people are <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I, I, people like are really psyched about that. I think they see like, okay. See Ibaka, but
2: I mean, I um, wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset if we got, that I, I think I, I, no, I, like, cause
1: it's, gonna, it's a need. I mean, it's, it's a positional need. If they feel like that's the best option for them, then yeah, go for it. But I just, you know, um, and then, uh, <laughs> Dwayne Debman too. I also think he's, he's getting close to that cooked part as well of his, of his career. Well, dude,
2: these are bio uh, guys. These guys are going to change the, the, the outlook of a season. I mean, they'll help, but then, I mean, Debman's not going to, I don't
1: think Noel's cooked though. Uh, he's got injury problems. I don't think he's cooked. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say probably Noel. I like I like the Kevin Love idea though. That's kind of an underrated one. Um I'd love that. He's completely out of the rotation now, right? Like he's like not even I don't think he's even playing right now. Yeah, so that's uh if we had two spots, I I, I like the Danny Green one too. I think he could help. I, I think uh he know he knows our team. He was loved in the locker room. A great leader, great veteran presence. They were sad to see him go. But um so if we could end up with Melton and Green, that'd be great.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. Hey, I mean Gary Payton made his way back to um made his way made his way back to Golden State after signing that big deal in Portland, you know, let Danny Green come back. Yeah. I'd love that. Um so uh, so so your 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 number one uh, backup big is neurals as well. That's who you want, Tasia? I think so, yeah. Interesting. I'm with you, Eric, on that. I'm Kevin Love makes the most sense for me. Yep. Um, all right, so now we've uh, so we got game predictions. So we have three games until the next time we see each other on Tuesday. Um, so tonight we are hosting the New York Knicks. Uh, we are a six-point favorite at home. What do you guys have in this uh, bounce-back game from uh, the loss on uh, Sunday?
0: Yeah, we're, We'll win. We'll cover.
1: Six I points. agree. I agree. Considering how much we're struggling and, and Knicks are climbing the boards, uh, people like New York a lot right now. I think six points is a good amount. So I think we I think we do take it out. And Bede's questionable though. Is he is he the thing he's gonna play already or he's still questionable?
2: All I know is the spread's gone he's still questionable, but the spread's gone up. I think it was it was five last and now it's six. So like uh, six and six and a half. it's it, it, it's actually in a, a different um spread in different I like moments. that. I like that. Um, OK, so that tomorrow night, Saturday night, we travel to Brooklyn to play the new look Nets, which I got to say, watching them last night, they're kind of a fun team to watch. Now I, I went from like hating that team or disliking that team to they're actually kind of fun to watch a, a bunch of like uh, threes. They can like knock down, like they can stroke it. It's fun to watch. I uh, don't know the spread yet for that one. But uh, who do you guys have on this game?
0: Back to back. That's tough. Um, um, I would imagine somebody's going to say, I think we'll lose that game.
1: Yeah, I think we sit one of our main guys. I think they – and they, I think all their guys are going to be there by then, too. They'll be able to play by tomorrow. And Their, their, uh,
0: energy, their energy is going to be so different with all those guys playing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think if we have to sit one – I think if Embiid plays tonight, you won't play tomorrow, I think we'll probably – yeah, we might lose tomorrow then. Although we beat their full-handed team with our shorthanded team, and that's when they had Durant and Kyrie, so you never know anymore. Who knows?
2: It's different tenacity though, man. I don't think we're gonna bring the same like hunger to win those games without without those guys being there. That it takes away that whole feud that was brooming between the two ben teams. Ben is still teams. there.
1: That's true. But
2: the I mean feud was really
0: Ben. It wasn't Katie and Kyrie. I think it yeah, ben, ben,
1: Ben's hanging by a thread on the bench.
0: I was just saying, like that was the that was the feudy.
2: Yeah. And then it became Claxton. Yeah. Well, and and that, that's still there, though. So, yeah, I, you know, we, we still have a little bit of a feud with them. With but the, he didn't play
1: uh, last night, so who knows what his stats t- stats is going to be for tomorrow?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, that game oh. will be at six thirty on NBA TV tomorrow. So it's a nationally televised game. Um, okay. So then we got Monday night. We have um, the Harden uh, Classic. Uh, we're playing. We're playing the uh, the Houston Rockets. Uh, last time we played them, that they 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 kind of. Kind of dominated us in that game, but uh, that was at Houston, I believe, Um, and now we're hosting them in in um, Philadelphia. So, who do you guys have in that one? Don't know the spread yet. Don't know who's going to play in that one, but who do you guys uh, have? Well, they've, we, one plays.
0: they've cooked, sort the, of. They, they didn't tap out, but they're in rebuilding mode, so we have to win that game.
1: We'll get it. We have to. I agree. We have to win that one. I I Not a back-to-back. They beat us last time. You got to be hungry. We need to be hungry for wins. We're about to go through a really tough stretch. Um we got start pulling out games that we should win. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I, and I feel like Eric, you can speak, speak better to this one, but like winning games before all-star break, you kind of, you kind of want to have a little streak going into all-star break. Don't you? You don't want to, you don't want to live you, in. You wanna,
0: yeah. You want to go into your break. It feels better going to go into your break, winning some games. So you want to be, you know, playing well, trying to play your best basketball, but getting some wins going to that break. Cause then coming out, it, it does kind of bring a different energy when you, when you go into the, Break and then come back, knowing
2: that you've been winning games. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we surge into the All Star break with uh, some wins on our belt.
1: I'm a big Sangoon fan, though. Guys playing lights out. Yeah, he is. Yeah,
2: they have they have some they have some young guys in that team. They're, they're, they do have some pieces.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. The, the West. Uh, West is gonna be fun to watch. I know we were kind of like we they, before this week it was kind of like making fun of the West. There wasn't that much going on. I know. Outstacked all of a sudden. It's Different like, now <laughs> <laughs> Crazy A lot different Gotta got feel for the Nuggets man The Nuggets thought they had it They thought this was the year for them To, to get over the hump Oof Not so fast <laughs> They
1: still got Thomas four. Bryant
2: though They'll you be alright
0: You're still number one So Girl. It's up to you you, you still
2: true. control it Yeah Alright guys Well we hope you guys enjoyed our episode The, uh, the opening topic Talking about all, all the food And all that kind of <laughs> stuff We hope you guys enjoyed that stuff um, We guys hope you enjoy the, the three games we got Until we see each other next time So And we, the Super Bowl and the super bowl go chiefs
0: e-a-g-l-e-s
2: eagles sales uh, chiefs <laughs> all right all right guys have a good one later right, guys
0: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform